Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pen Pals Pop Podcast. I'm your pen pal, Egg. With me is who? Who is this? It's just G G G G. The just yeah. You're back, my yeah. friend. I'm back. It's so good to have you back. Thank you. In our corner of of this bookstore, as we always say. So now you can't say it with me as always, because I'm not always here. I feel like a once-off, you know. It was just, it's yeah. it's like a spin-off episode. You were, it's like the those two episodes of Friends where it's like uh, they're in that. They're imagining what their lives would be if things were just a little different. I feel like yeah. we just had a spin-off. We were in an alternate dimension there for a little bit. Yes. It wasn't the same without you. I'll tell you that. And for the record, for people out there who are like, oh, how could they do that recorded on them? I actually made it recorded on me, for the record. Yeah, that's true. And he wasn't going to do it. He was just going to have it be a hiatus. And I said, no, <laughs> you get out there. I did. I said, you get out there. You did. It was very noble. I haven't, I, I haven't listened to the solo episode yet, but I'm sure it's phenomenal. It's it's a very different tone. I think usually when we're together, I feel like uh, I can be more goofy, and we're allowed to... Yeah. We're, oh, my cat is walking all over my keyboard. We're allowed to oh. have a more goofy energy, and, and when I'm by myself, I can't have that. No. No, I gotta kind of hold shit down. But I was in no, no, no headspace to record last week. Right. It was. I think you said you talked about it a little. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was just um. And I have no issue being frank with people. I have depression and anxiety. Well, using my anxiety causes my depression, and I medicated for it, and I've been dealing with this for years. And I made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And recently, the last couple of weeks, I had a setback. I was still on the medication, but that's not going to stop the depression and anxiety. No, absolutely. Completely. And so I had a setback where I was really anxious and I was really depressed, and it was bad. Mm-hmm. But you worked through bad. it. You were brave. I, I'm working through it. Right. As I told Egg earlier, I, I would feel like I'm about 70% of my normal mm-hmm. right now. Which is still, I think, um, I think any improvement in in anything is, is cause for celebration. So it's just yes. seeing you make strides and hearing that you're doing better is uh, means a lot. Yes. And uh, I am doing better. I'm dealing with things better. I'm managing the stress of my life. Um, some things happened while I was going through this period that really affected me, but now I'm seeing it more as it's actually just a blessing, hmm. which is which is good. Yeah, that's a good mindset to have. Yeah, and uh, I think I'm good, and I'm going to be good. Yeah. I know I will be good. I, I will have bouts of depression and anxiety again because that is part of me. That is something I'll always deal with. Mm-hmm. I can manage it. I can't cure it. That's the thing. Right. Um, so I would say to people, I know we're getting more serious now than what our normal opening banter is, but I think this is important, so I'm going to continue to talk on my soapbox. 
Yeah, go for it. Well, you you gave me a whole episode to talk, so I feel like it's it's only fair you get something. I think it's important that if you ever feel anxious and you can't control it and you're panicked and you're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, and they are different for people out there who are questioning why I said them, they're actually different. Um, I would say get help. You might not be able to get medication right away. You might not be able to get help, but there are ways that you can get help. There are things you can do to try to make yourself feel better. And shout out to Ed. He's my best friend, and he never lost my side. I mean, you did. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't. Like, he was there. Like, he wasn't technically with me every day. You mean physically I had left your side. Physically, you had left my side. You were there, you took phone calls from me, you took text messages from me, you did spend some time with me, you you were there. And it was very much appreciated. And I suggest to people who are struggling, find a support system. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I did. And like, there's other people in my support system that I'm thankful for. But since he's on the podcast, <laughs> he should probably be the biggest influence in helping me get through this. I'm going to give a shout out to A because he is a great person and he didn't even always know what to do but he was there all the time so even if you're somebody and your friend comes to you with anxiety and depression and they need to have, you don't know what to do just be there for them mm-hmm. because he didn't have all the answers but he was there no and it's okay to um i think a lot of times when people are in in the position of of being the uh the person that someone who's having depression anxiety trusts to go with it it's kind of a scary thing um but i'll just show that you care is the biggest thing just be there listen to them just um yeah i don't know I mean, it's always hard uh, seeing your friend go through something so challenging. And um, you want to have the answers. Like, I want you want to have, um, like, the cure-all cure where you just need to do this, this, and this. And then you'll get better. And the shitty thing is that there's there's nothing like that, you know. There's no immediate cure-all. Uh, you just have to be there for the person and understand that um, I'm I'm just trying to help this person out. I'm just being there for my friend, and uh, we'll figure out the rest later. You know. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. For uh, my my experience was just Jess is going through this. Um, how can I help him? How can I uh, assure you that? everything's okay you know trying to uh calm down your insecurities and kind of disprove your anxieties without uh making you feel like i'm i'm just sitting there being like oh no that's not what's going on you idiot like of course it's not that because you're not an idiot you're one of the smartest people i know it's just your brain is betraying you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And and there were times where he couldn't calm down my insecurities. 
degrees, but he like came to my house and watched Joy Lee. We didn't talk much, but like he made himself there. You set me up. That was fun. You set me up. That was fun. I I tried to set you up. Yeah. Not for murder or anything. (laughs) I was playing a wingman. Yeah, you're good. And we had to open up a, a line of communication between Egg and his female, but there was no plausible. He couldn't see a way to get in, and I found. Mm-hmm. I found a brilliant way. <laughs> I used a brilliant tactic to get these two communicating, and it's working. It's like um, it's like you you took Sun Tzu's book, The Art of War, and turned it into The Art of Love. By Jess GG Jess. Yes. And that's our and that's our next big project is Jess's new romance novel, The Art of Love. You were pretty impressed with the skills I used. I was, yeah. I'm playing around, but it was very impressive, yeah. Yes, and it was just on the fly I came up with this and it worked. I don't know if you would agree, but I would say that you are by far much smoother with women than I am. <laughs> I think I, don't know. I think you you generally have better s- success and are uh, better at speaking at least in romantic terms with women. Uh, it, I, I would still not agree with that. You see, me. you see, I think you're pausing because you know I'm right, but you don't want to admit that you're right. I would say that the reason that I am more, like, it's because, uh, I, mm, uh, I mean, I would say, mm, can I, I don't can, have women throwing themselves <laughs> No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I went five years between relationships. That's true. And then the second relationship that I got in after my first multi-year relationship I did was about, well, it was like three years, I should say, not five, three years after my other relationship ended. And I would say that it only lasted about three months and it wasn't great. No, that's true. <laughs> I just think you're, you're very outgoing. You're usually, you... Uh, you're you don't like to be the center of attention, but you usually are, just because you're a funny person, and people might not uh, see this because they only see us in a podcast. But when we're in public, huh? way you've explained that hmm that's true you're not six years older than me you're right i'm six and a half years older than you there we go that's more like wow. it it's like it's like the extra inch we're always inappropriate i meant height wise not right all right so let's get into 
how I could beat them up because it makes me really uncomfortable. He did choke me out, or almost choke me out the other day, just so everyone knows. That's true, but you were asked. What it was is we were in a cuddle. You could hetero cuddle with your friends, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And Jess was like, hey, can you put your hand over my mouth and just suffocate me? And I said, no, if I was going to suffocate, put you in it for a little bit, and yeah. This is not. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I you and I are best friends because we have a lot. We also are different in ways that we make up for to the other person. Mhm. All right. Let's get into the meat potatoes of this, shall we? I mean potatoes. We were probably talking about the the heaviest shit we're gonna talk about in this podcast. But um, that's all right. That's all right. No, I support it. Um, speaking of support, we're gonna hop into some entertainment news. It's the morning. It's Egg's morning report. It's the, it's the morning report. Ba na na na. Egg's morning report here. Uh, oh snap! Bam 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 bam. Jimmy in the uh, booth must have hit the uh, intro switch uh, an extra time. Uh, do you want me to bring the piano out again? Hold on, let me hook up the... Let me get the piano. Enough. Alright, alright, alright. I'll, um... Seriously, one of these days, I'll, I'll hook up the piano and uh, I'll get some some music. Are we recording right now? Yes, we're recording. I want to make sure that that recorder did not stop. It didn't stop. Because I would be pissed because I wore my heart on my sleeve. And I said some really articulate thing. I would be pissed if it did not get recorded. No, no, no. It's been recorded. And honestly, we're 14 minutes in. I'm feeling like this is one of our best podcasts so far. It's going great. I'm having a great time. See, this, like, I did a solo podcast and I've missed you so much. I've missed recording with you so much. Yes. This is great. Anyways. Morning report. We're back on the scene. Back in the booth. I'm Egg. Um, so Hong Kong and China are kind of fucky right now. Um, in case you didn't know, China is uh, a communist government, uh, which means heavy censorship throughout China. They can't see Winnie the Pooh because someone once said that their leader looked like Winnie the Pooh. So now he's banned. Um... And what's going on is within China, there's Hong Kong, which is kind of viewed as this um, almost separate entity from China. Like it's a part of China, but it's got its own rules. It's got its own government. An independent city state? Yes, yes. I would call it, which isn't even completely accurate, but... It's kind of like how Vatican City isn't really Italy, but it's in Italy. Right. Anyways, uh, so a big part of that is that people, Hong, if you're in Hong Kong, there are certain things that you can do that are legal in Hong Kong that aren't legal in China. Or um, China can want to get a hold of you, but if you're in Hong Kong, you're safe. 
Well, recently China said, actually, you know what? Screw that. Um, if you're in Hong Kong, you're not safe. We can still take you. And we're going to try and take you. And what this has led to is massive protests within Hong Kong for several months now. This has been just building and building steam. Huge organized protests in Hong Kong. And the protests have spread first to actually the star of the live action Mulan movie came out and said that she did not support the Hong Kong protesters, which was interesting that not a lot of people paid attention to that. But what is picking up steam is this pro Hearthstone player, Blitzchuck. Now, Hearthstone is a a video game, kind of card game. It's made by Blizzard, who makes World of Warcraft. They make uh, Overwatch. They have a lot of ties in China. Well, uh, Blitzchuck won a... um, Hearthstone match in the professional esports league, and then as soon as he won, he pearl he pulled out a gas mask and said in China, um, basically support Hong Kong with the greatest uh, revolution of our time. Uh, and what Blizzard did is they saw that and said, okay, the announcers for that match who were so terrified by this that they dove away from the camera so they weren't associated with it. Blizzard said, okay, the announcers who announced that match, you're fired. You're never going to work again. Uh, Blitzchuck, you're not going to get your prize money, and we're going to bar you from competing for an entire year. So your livelihood is gone for an entire year. Because he came out and spoke... Uh, up for the Hong Kong protesters and against China. And the announcers had nothing to do with it. No, no, no. The the announcers were so against what he was doing that they literally dove away from the camera. If you if you look at footage, you will see uh, Blitzchug with the the gas mask and just empty chairs and an empty table where the, where the announcers were because they just dove off that quickly. You see, were the, were, were the announcers Chinese? Uh, they were they were Asian of some kind. Oh, my view is this is horrifying that Blizzard... The reason Blizzard is acting so harshly is because Blizzard has a lot of China, uh, ties with China because Blizzard wants their games to still be released in China. This is Blizzard sacrificing their morals to make money in the Chinese market, and I think it's horrifying. So I'm not I'm not playing any more Blizzard games. I used to love Overwatch. I'm not playing it anymore. Which big deal, big dent, whatever. But that's that's the most I can do, and that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. I will be honest with you. Yeah. Um. I saw. Because I like Overwatch. I was like, oh, now I finally can play it on a console I own. I will not be buying Overwatch. 
All right. Um. I'm not, ju I'm, I'm not going to judge anyone who still plays Overwatch, obviously. I'm not either, and I'm always just like, Blizzard is a company, and they don't, companies should not take news. They should not hold political news. Right. In my opinion. Walmart should not be like out there, oh, I support Trump, I support the Democrats. <laughs> no. You're a company, and Blizzard is a company. So I can understand why they are upset with a player making such a bold political statement on a televised Blizzard event. Right. However, by doing what you did to that player, you're pretty much picking a political <laughs> side. You're siding with reactions, and we are not associated with what just happened. That was an individual choice made by an individual, and picking a political side one way or the other. Right. You could have. You could have done so many other things. You could have fined him some money. You could have maybe had him sit out one or two matches, maybe a, he got for winning the match, and then you ban him for a year. It's You're absolutely right. It's picking a side. Right. So, I just want to with it. No, I will not eat Chick-fil-A because they are anti-LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. So. Totally get it. So that's a shame. That's really all I have for the for the eggs morning report. It was just that that quick little snippet. I got some morning report. Oh, let, hold, it's the morning report this time with Jess. I need to ask you a personal question. Okay. Currently at this moment, are you barefoot or are you wearing socks? I'm wearing socks. Do you want to guess who, if I'm barefoot or if I'm wearing socks? I would guess that you're wearing socks, but judging from the fact that you're having me ask the question... No, you're right. Okay. I am wearing socks. And you should look right in my gears. It is October. Middle October. But in Wisconsin, it's been snowing. <laughs> and it's in the 30 degrees. Yeah. And so I, I don't know about you, I believe we've had this conversation, but personally, you sleep better barefoot, correct? Yeah. Depending. That's right, that's right. People make fun... I don't like... What? No, no, go ahead. I don't like my feet being cold, but I also don't like wearing socks to bed. Mm-hmm. But I'm forced to... I'm forced to do that. And I don't like it. You're right. People who... People who make fun of other people for wearing socks to bed have to understand that if you're in Wisconsin and you don't wear socks to bed in winter, you're going to wake up with nine toes instead of ten because the frostbite is going to, is going to, take, your, it's going to take your feet seeds away one, one little inch at a time. That's right. Mm-hmm. We can't, I would. Well, I'm, and, and I have to wear socks to bed. And, right. I, and I'm sure you wear socks to bed. I do, yeah. It, it's not enjoyable. It's not as enjoyable as having freedom. That's right. I love feeling the fabric of my, my sheets on my bare feet. But now I got socks. My feet are yeah. gonna stink in the morning. Yeah. Well that's right. I'll tell you what, bud, it ain't no fun. It ain't no camping trip. 
And if and you have foot odor. <laughs> I do. We're like when I when I spend the night in his house or we're we're spending the night somewhere, like at the I make him take his socks off. <laughs> the last I time No, sorry. The last time uh you came over for some recording, um I just got off my shift and we met up <laughs> and it probably wasn't the first thing that you said to me, but one of the first things I remember you saying to me is, so, so when we get back to your house, you're going to take a shower, right? <laughs> and he did. And I did. I did because I care about you and because you're my friend. And when I ask him to take his socks off, he does. Well, what am I supposed to say? No. understand i completely understand i will you've just reminded me actually that i've been putting up off uh editing our scream commentary <laughs> and i need to i need to start editing that again i just wanted i just wanted some time between viewings you know yes you'll be fine i'll make it through You would be so bored. It's just like you would you'd be sitting there like, hey, do we need to watch this same clip five times in a row? I'd be like, I have to get it. I have to get it perfect. I would actually be interested to watch watch you make the magic with the <laughs> recording commentary. We could make a lot of money if we filmed me making the magic, I think. I think there's oh a market God. out there for us. Some J.O. videos. Some J.O., yeah. Anyway. It's Egg, and this is the J.O. spot. Uh, we're, having, we're having such a good evening. <laughs> and then we, we started talking about J.O., and it just, you know, it went downhill. Any other... Oh, do you want to guess what kind of pants I'm wearing? I think this one will stump you, honestly. Right, you would expect what? I would expect like at this point you're wearing your 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 pajama pants. Right, right. But you aren't. No, I'm in I'm in my nice dark blue blue jeans. Whoa. I you haven't know. switched over to pajamas yet. No, I feel like I've had a, a very formal adult day and I feel like I needed to carry that over. You know what? This is not a formal podcast right now. Okay, hold on. I don't have a I don't have a, a sound effect for a student audience a studio audience going ooh. So I'm just going ooh ooh. Can you hear the rustling? Hold on. Are you just trying what? to kill time on the podcast? What? I've re- okay, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, um, 
I've now run into a problem where I record the podcast is directly opposite a large window in my apartment. <laughs> Leading... Are you not wearing underwear? I know I am. I am wearing underwear, but it would not be ideal for me to show off my red plaid boxers to uh, the people next door. Oh. Now I am. I am lying on the floor underneath. The table where I record the podcast, taking off my pants. One little bit. What? When did this become a stripping podcast? By the way, this must be the. I, when, when you said that you had a formal adult day, and I told you to get into your pajama pants. That's true. How how informal are we going? Because I'm at that critical choice right now. Well, you don't like sleeping with boxes on, so folks, he's gonna take them off and put on his pajama pants. <laughs> this is. Hey, when we're showing. When we're talking about the podcast with our friends and we're showing them episodes and clips, can we not show them this part? We won't. Well, there's no, there's no recording. Like, there's no video. Well, are, are now, saying, hold on. That's what I've been... Are you on the waist down? Yeah. Oh. Can you tell from my voice that my, <laughs> that my dingling has been exposed? Yes, I can. I can sense the change in the voice. Right. It's got that little that little tint that says, "Oh, he's he's looking at his his uh his little uh yardstick there." Are you, are you are you cold now? Yeah, I have my I have my sweatpants on. There you go, folks. I am glad that I was formal for the morning report, though. Earlier, you said that you felt like this was the best podcast start, and I feel like we're just continuing that momentum. <laughs> you know, really. It's been it it's been pretty good. It's been high energy, I think. Yes. I think sometimes we come in and we don't we we clearly don't phone it in, but sometimes we come in and it's it's hard to keep the momentum going throughout the podcast, but we have hey, high five over the phone cuz we have been killing it. We have been. And I think you should spend more time with the quality on this one because the last one was a little sketchy but this one's good and i want you to put more effort into making sure it sounds crisp mm-hmm. yep i've uh i've got it i think i've got it so perfect i think it's our 55th episode so we made it 55 episodes before it got naked <laughs> it's it's really a milestone yes that is also the first time I've changed in this apartment since getting a kitten, where the kitten has not swiped at my dick. Are you curious? Yeah. The kitten oh, all the time. Well, no, she can't reach, but she she's tried to climb up my leg a few times. Uh-huh. I was taking a bath the other day, uh, just just laying there because my I fucked up my my back a little bit at Fight Club. Right. So I was soaking in the bath, just laying there. All of a sudden, Kitty hops up the side, tries to hop on my chest. I'm, in, oh, no. I'm naked in the bath. I said, no, no, no. No, no, no. I said, scratch marks all over my chest. I said, if anybody oh, no. sees these, I'm telling them they're from a woman. I'm not saying that my cat attacked me while I was naked in the bath. That's funny. Anybody who knows me knows that's not true. Oh, so what is next on the 
Um, well, next, I have a plethora of options because we've really taken the long way around to get to the itinerary. In a good way, I think. I don't think we always need to s- stick so strictly to the itinerary. No, we're doing so good. We're doing so good right now. Uh, I wanted to talk about our favorite person of color characters in uh, in media, books, TV shows, movies. Let's talk Anything about with Angela Bassett in it. Oh, my God. Oh, the queen. I love Angela Bassett. There's only been one... years old. Mm. Mm. There's only been one role that Angela Bassett has had that I thought, maybe not this. And it was it was Black Panther, and I don't, I'm not saying anything about the movie or her performance. I just think the the role did not... It did not... When you have Angela Bassett, you gotta, you gotta roll out the carpet for her, you know? That's right. And it's just, you gave her something... You gave her something easy. You gave her the lob ball, and we're talking about Angela Bassett. You say it with such conviction. <laughs> Angela Bassett. That's An- what you say it. Angela Bassett. This, this woman is so genius that she was in American Horror Story Coven, stole the show in an ensemble cast, Yeah. and, and, and just had the forethought that she was going to speak in a perfectly normal New Orleans accent until she got until she was describing a baby making ceremony and got to baby gravy. I need on the day of the ritual, I require two ounces of your husband's baby gravy and a basic jar. <laughs> and it's it, I it sounds like we're being racist, but I swear to God that's exactly how that line went. And yeah. that. And Mm. It's so good. Just so good. Did you watch? Did you watch O.J. Simpson? The O.J. Simpson, the people versus O.J. Simpson. I watched. I watched Orange Juice Simpson, in I think three days. I think I poured right. through it. If if I took a break, it was just because I was burning, seething in anger. Oh, oh, I know Johnny Cochran. You're talking about Randall from This Is Us. You're talking about... No, no I'm not. Oh, you're talking about the other one. Hold on. Johnny Cochran was a defense attorney. Yeah, he was the yeah. older black guy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you of... You know what I'm talking about now? Yeah, yeah. Was... like Courtney Lee Vance. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of... Are you kidding me? You have filled me with so much joy. You know what? I was I was getting sad thinking one day we're not gonna have Angela Bassett's wonderful performance talents, and now I hear that she and the great what was his name? Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance are married, and their talented, beautiful, handsome children are gonna be blessing us continuing the line of great actors i'm just so i'm just uh, i'm just so thankful so what are some people of color characters that you really enjoy Whew, that's a good question 
um, I had it, and then I was just thinking about the combination of Angela Bassett and Courtney. I keep thinking his name's Lyndon B. Johnson, but that's a president. Who is very white. <laughs> He's so white. He's the whitest a man could be. Um... I don't know. There's a it's it's a question I don't think we think about uh a lot. Uh, I should have posed the question, but you should probably answer the question. You know what? You're right. It's just I was I had an answer and then I I have gone and forgotten it. It's just, you blew my mind with your facts about Angela Bassett and Courtney Cox. And it's just, that's not his name either. No, it's Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance. The guy who plays Randall. I think he's an, well, we're talking about actors now. But when This Is Us first started, I thought Randall was like, such a cool character and such a cool point of view to talk about. You know, you you remember when This Is Us wasn't sad all the time and had likable <sighs> characters? It's always been sad. Yeah, but there were parts where it was funny. Like, that's how my family got into it. Because we were like, oh, there's funny <laughs> stuff. And then... I've only seen the first two seasons. Oh, uh, dude. I... After Kevin got addicted to pain meds, I was just like, okay, this is enough. This is enough. I've had it. I've had it up to here with with this. Because it just, it just felt like they were making stuff. I don't really get the person of a panic attack on that show. Very accurate. Yeah? Yeah. Who had the panic attack, Randall? Oh, that's right. Randall has it at, like... Is that the season one finale? I think season one or two. That was so... Yeah. Yeah. And then Kevin... Right? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin leaves his performance to go check on him. It's so sweet. Yeah. I just loved it. That, That show was so good. And then... Dude, I still remember freaking out... When uh, what's the what's the sister's name? Chloe. Kate. Kate. When Kate and uh her boyfriend are talking, and her boyfriend's like, "I want to meet your dad," and Kate's like, "Okay," and then she brings out his urn. She's like, "Here's my dad." Me and my mom, me and my mom flipped our lids. We were like, "Oh my gosh, what? That's crazy." It was weird. Anyways. It was weird. There's I do have an answer for for my next uh my next uh kind of talking point. My cat is now sniffing the microphone. That's not the talking point. She's just doing it. Don't fuck with the computer right now, Robin. Daddy needs that. Um, I want to talk about songs that should be used in movies or TV shows more. Um, there are, we have our usual suspects. 
we have uh, Johnny Hendricks. You know, we gotta find some way out of here. Said the Joker to the thief. Got I that? Huh? All along the watchtower? It was in Forrest Gump? There must be some kind of way out of here. Said the Joker. Huh? You said Johnny Hendrix. Who's Johnny Hendrix? Do you mean Jimmy Hendrix? I do mean Jimmy Hendrix. Johnny Hendrix is an MMA. I've never heard that song. I've never heard that song. I've never seen Forrest Gump. You've never seen Forrest Gump? All right. Well, if you refuse, it's fine. A uh, song I think that is used a lot is Johnny Cash's version of "I Hurt Myself Today." Yeah. But what songs? What songs should be used in movies more? I recently heard the song "The Funeral" by I believe it's Running Horses. I think the name is. Oh, Band of Horses. The Funeral by Band of Horses. It's it's sad, but it's like like you know it just it starts off so slowly and like atmospherically and then it the course just fucking smacks you across your tiny little face and just fucking wow. makes you sit up. Like it's it's one of those songs that you just see you listen and you see movie scenes going along with it. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I think so. Where it's like, I'm coming up only to hold you under. I'm coming up only to show you're wrong. Oh, yeah. To know you is hard. We wonder. What song is Let me see. What song is what? I don't know. I can't think of a song that I think should be used more in movies. I think songs like The Chain should be used last because they're being overused now. <laughs> like what? The Chain. <laughs> With the Guardians of the Galaxy, I just saw it in a commercial for some video game. It's just like, alright, it's a nice song, but don't do it now. I guess. I think that's a new addition to, uh, to songs that are always used in movies. When I first saw that scene, though, I flipped. I was like, that is, that is badass. I like when songs are used in a scene that isn't conventional to what you think the song would be. Like, in Kick-Ass, when the little girl was killing a bunch of people and the Banana Split song is playing, I thought that was great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That can be, or uh, American... That song, uh, in American Psycho. Oh, what is that song? God, I'm sound like such a dummy. No. This will stop molesting that laundry basket with your face. <laughs> I'm gonna live till I die is in that recent, uh, that upcoming murder mystery. Uh, trailer. Knives Out, yeah. Huh. That, that was used to great effect. Speaking of movies, I would like to take a moment to say that I saw The Joker, and it was the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. I probably wasn't in the best headspace to be seeing that movie. However, um, it was disturbing 
it stuck with me. It made me literally vomit. I was on edge the entire time I was watching the movie. I did not enjoy the experience. Um, I have not disliked a movie more based off of the, like, it wasn't bad acting. It wasn't bad writing. It was all done pretty well to the point that I disliked it because of how uncomfortable it made me. Right. Now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe into the, the devil's advocate and say there are probably supporters of the Joker out there that are gonna go, well, that's how it's supposed to make you feel. I agree 100%. No, no. Can I finish real quick? Because I agree uh, with I'm okay. I'm saying. I agree. I agree with them, like you're saying, but it's also the filmmaker's job to say, okay, we want them to feel uncomfortable, but to also recognize where the line of that's too far. We're making them feel too uncomfortable now. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm also fully aware that my headspace is probably not the best to be reviewing that movie. Right. I will. I will say that, and I will own that. Right. But I've heard I've heard really similar complaints all over the place, and people saying they walked out of the theater because it was just too disturbing. Right. And I want to know: Are you going to watch that movie when it comes out? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a a desire to see it. You know, I don't think. I think we've seen this turn. Uh in the last few adaptations where jokers become more of a more mentally unstable which of course he always was and less of a like genius like the joker started out obviously crazy but he was also like what made him scary is that he was batman's equal mentally and I think if the Joker movie was more about that and like Joker rising up in the criminal underground because he was because of his like smarts rather than look at this crazy guy, then I'd be more interested in seeing it. But I don't I don't care about a crazy Joker. I don't that. That just, and granted, I've only seen the trailer and stuff, but that seems to be his defining characteristic, is look how crazy this guy is. The movie's more about how society did him wrong, and how society treated him and turned their back on him. And more so how it is. I don't know, it was just an odd movie, and I did not find it enjoyable. Yeah. I can see why some people did, I just... No. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a movie I'm very interested in. Right. But Zombieland 2. <laughs> Zombieland yeah, we're seeing that next week, folks. That's right. There's a character from Madison, Wisconsin in there. Woot woot! It probably is about that time. And it it done it done diddly is I tell ya. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna sign up. This is uh, thank you for coming to the Pen Pass podcast. I'm your pen pal Egg. With me as always was. Me. I'm back. Otherwise known as just GG Jess. 
Thanks for coming to our corner of the bookstore. Bye.